I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello, loves. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have another message for yoga teachers. And that is something that I talk about in Flow School, which is a creative sequencing training for yoga teachers people who are feeling stuck in the sequences that they are doing. They are feeling bored. They're feeling uninspired or stale. These are people who are coming from a 200 hour teacher trainings and are brand new. And some of them who haven't even taught their first class who are thinking, how do I actually create flow and start to practice that? And what does sequencing look like? And how do I write it? And how do I say it? Flow School is for people who have been yoga teachers for a long time, studio owners, people from all over the world. And something that is common that we talk about in Flow School and something that I also talk with one-on-one coaching clients who are also yoga teachers is this idea of how do we theme and how do we talk about what, what intentions we're bringing to class. Recently, I shared a podcast about storytelling in a yoga class. And today I want to bring you the phrase, trust the yoga. And in that storytelling podcast, I I kind of shared my method of theming and creating an intention for the movement. And then I set that down. And very much like you would think of a flow and how maybe a flow has eight poses in it. All of those poses are necessary for the flow to be hooked together. Is any one of those eight more important than the next? No, they are all part of the flow. And so thinking of it in that way, the intention and the story at the beginning of class, decentering some of the importance of that. So if you are a teacher who is feeling like you must wax poetic and, and say things that are very flowery and, and be Mary Oliver <laughs> or anybody else, right? <laughs> or if you need to have analogies that are um, something that you're trying to draw people in with, but you're not sure if, if you even know what they mean or, or the timing feels off and you're not sure if it feels like your voice, you don't have to do it. Setting up some sort of intention or a story sharing can be really simple. And letting, you know, a piece of your acknowledgement be that that's one piece and then you will move and maybe you'll loop back at the end. And each of those pieces are not necessarily, you know, more or less important. I would say the movement pieces, you know, you've got to plan something. It's like the biggest piece of those, those three. But to decenter maybe the, the, 
the importance of all the right words if you're going to theme and storytell a class and really trust the yoga. And so that as you step forward into the practice, maybe you share a word or two that is seeded from the beginning of that intention setting at the beginning. But trust the yoga means that we trust the movement. So why is this controversial? So I don't know about you, but in in the yoga world, I've heard a lot of people talk about how yoga is not just a physical practice. There's the eight limbs of yoga and the physical practice is just one of them. Agreed. It is just one of them. But when I say trust the yoga, I'm really actually thinking of trust the physical practice of yoga. Sometimes it can be really hard to pay attention to our breath. Sometimes it can be really hard to be aware of our thoughts. And what are the different limbs of this practice and the different sort of philosophy concepts? And if we really were to look at them, how can a physical practice actually teach those, right? And by trusting the yoga, it means that Perhaps you too have had the experience like me where I've been standing in warrior two and the teacher is instructing us not to move, but to stay and to hold that. And in my head and in my head, I can remember this exact moment in a room here when I was first practicing yoga and and going through some really big life changes. And the phrase in my head was, it's going to be all right. And that teacher did not say that. But the physical practice, putting things in your body physically, changes everything else. Some people I know that I've talked to have come to yoga from like a meditation or breath practice. And then they have found the, the sorry, when I came to yoga, come to the physical practice of yoga. They come to the physical asana practice from maybe another place. But that can also, then that sometimes is a way in. But I think into the physical practice, but thinking of the physical practice as a way into the emotional side, into the spiritual side, into the mental side, into the internal experience, because it's something that we can put in our hands. It's something we can have direct feedback with, with your hands on the ground, your feet on the ground, your body stretched out. And yoga, the physical practice of yoga is, is a power pose practice. And I think of the the power pose TED talk and, you know, if people feel great leaving a yoga class, I mean, that can be for several reasons. And one of them is that they have just stretched the body and made it as big as they possibly could. (laughs) And without even the phrase, you don't even have to say the phrase, take up as much space as you possibly can, or you're feel, you know, feel free to take up as much space as you, as you want. You don't even have to say those things. And you could instruct ways to extend the arms, the legs, and to make big movements that automatically are going to be internalized and can be a story that maybe somebody starts telling themselves. And so trust the yoga. Trust that the the experiences that students have when they come to their mats, that those things are bigger than you as a teacher and they need you, right? They need you because you're there. You, you need to be the, the mouthpiece of directing and, and what we're doing. But then trust the yoga and let go and, and know that it, it moves things. 
And so as a teacher, you just need to show up confident to be like, okay, we're here. We're going to move in these ways. It's going to be experiment. It's going to be weird. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, who knows? Like this is, this is us today. <laughs> I think um, often this is the first time and I've been telling my, all my classes this recently. I've been saying, this is the first day you've ever been in a body this many days old. And then the next class, I say it again, because <laughs> it's still true. <laughs> and so what is this body today? And what can it do? And what does it want to do? And what does it want to experiment and explore? Because, you know, I have three kids and, and my oldest is 16. And I'm pretty sure he was just like seven and three and just born. And somehow he's 16. And there was a day and there was another day and there was another day. And that's happening to us as adults too where we, we arrive in this body this many days old and maybe it doesn't look or feel that different, but over time it, it is and it does. And so teachers trust the yoga, lean into that physical practice and really having that as, as kind of maybe the, the controversial piece of, you know, people wanting to decenter the yoga practice and thinking the, the, sorry, the physical practice and thinking the, I keep on saying the yoga practice and the physical practice. This is why people maybe are upset. It's because people think that the word yoga is just the physical practice. And, and that's because you can see it. It's, it's an, a, something you can see when people are in poses, right? But it is bigger than that. And it is more impactful than that. But the physical practice is a way to, that teaches all those other things and and drawing that science of movement in and the way that we know that movement changes our experience with the world is massive. And so while there are voices saying to not have the physical practice be at the top and center or whatever, yeah, sure. But do not leave it behind and bring it because it might actually be an easier way to help people find their way inside if you put something in their hands to hold. So you can feel it and you can experience it and you can start to turn it around and look at it in different ways. And if I can do that with my body, can I do that with other things? And it becomes a really powerful tool to start to ask more questions. And, and that's really why I keep coming back to that. That's really why I teach the way I do. And yoga is bigger than the physical practice, yes. But the physical practice is an important piece. And it's a reminder that we can do hard things with our body. And we can do hard things with the rest of ourselves too. Trust the yoga, trust the yoga and do it excellently. Go keep being brave teachers, reach out, send me a message about flow school. You can find more information about flow school on my website, carapelbonnie forward slash flow dash school. You can send me a message or an email. Hello at Bonnie Weeks. If you're interested in one-on-one, one-on-one flow school, basically, you know, so you can walk through that whole thing and how do we refine teaching process? Some people are not as much interested about in a group setting, but would love to have one-on-one instruction. So what does that look like to be, um, to improve your teaching as, as a yoga teacher and feel supported 
not so alone in front of the room. That's me. Or perhaps in other sorts of online business things, or how do you find a balance between the lifestyle of, of mom and lover and and school teacher and yoga teacher and what is it you want to build and if you have big dreams and are looking for somebody to help give you uh, a hand to hold and hold you accountable and take one next step forward but doesn't burn you out I'm here trust the yoga teachers trust the yoga yoga teachers you're doing so much better doing so much more to impact other people's lives than you can even imagine. Thank you for the work you do.